Okay, Wendy, the recording is in process. Today is January the 27th, the year 2024, Wendy. Um, last time we were on, yeah. Nick Saban had just retired. The, the state and the Alabama nation was in a state of probably confusion, maybe. I don't know, so confused or depressed. Well, it is depressed. Right. Was it set in? What's going on? <laughs> so we go through all this stuff, Wendy. Now we've gotten a couple of weeks away from it. Hopefully in this episode here, we're going to get Mike uh, to, to join us. Now, everybody, anybody that's listened to this knows Mike. Mike is a hard charger. Yeah. Uh, he is going to come in. So we're going to talk about a few things first, and then we're going to get the mic. Wendy, how are you doing? What's going on? Lay it on the line. Like, just what have you been up to? Let's go. It's been a couple of weeks. Listen, all I have What's to up? talk about, all I have to talk about is Alabama football because it's all I've thought about since Nick Saban decided that he was just going to retire. So, I mean, I think, Trey, the, the, the big thing is for me is that we got a coach. You know, we're, 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 we're through first, that first couple of weeks, you know, of not re- having a coach. What's he going to be able to do to the players like him? And I think that's what will be interesting to talk about today. How do we feel, you know, right now going into this new season with this brand new coach? You know what I mean? How does it make you feel? Okay, Wendy, uh, let, let's do this real quick. We're going to wait on Mike, but um, let's do this real quick. So I, I want to talk about the weather around here in Birmingham. Number one in Birmingham, the past couple of weeks, it has been really cold. This past week, it has done nothing but rain. Right. Wendy, I know you're in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, tell me about the weather up there. Were y'all stuck in your house for like a week, week and a half? What happened? So it, we get the weather report a couple weeks out. They tell us, you know, we're going to get four to six inches of snow. Well, we did, but we got about nine inches of snow here in Knoxville, Tennessee. So remember, we're just about 45 minutes from the mountains, but we are in the valley. We do not see a lot of snow down here. I can drive the snow, but you don't get a lot of snow down here. So it's not like we got preparations for this stuff. So everybody goes to the store, buys out the milk, buys buys out the bread, and Trey, we absolutely all got snowed in. The whole city Whoa. of Knoxville got locked down. I mean, the whole city of Knoxville. School just went back this past Thursday, two days ago. They just went Put the back. whole town on lockdown. But, you know, it, it. we had food. The power never went out. Uh, thank you, TVA. Great job, TVA, for keeping the power on. So, Trey, I mean, it really, for me, being a stay-at-home mom, it didn't really affect anything. But it was beautiful. It was beautiful. But our mother lives on a hill. Like, so, y'all, to get in her neighborhood, it goes straight up. She could not get out. Like, so when I could get out because I was closer to the main road, mom was stuck for almost seven days. She couldn't get down that hill. Unbelievable. And, and here's what's funny. If it if this rain that we had this week would have come in last week, we would have had a bunch of snow. Wendy, let me tell you something. It was literally about 12 hours. We're in Birmingham. It was about 12 hours where the roads were impassable. But after that, everything kind of melted off. And it was kind of a non-event. Right, and, and what's funny about where we're living in Birmingham? It's like, cause I, I check the weather. I love looking at the weather. What's going on with it? There's something to do, you know. Um, and and we've had all these events, right, that are coming up, and it's like they're they all end up not being anything. It's like one day we're, right. gonna, we're supposed to have a windstorm. Well, yeah, the wind picked up for ten minutes, and the kids are out of school. What's supposed to snow? Yeah, it snowed yeah. for ten minutes, and nothing really happened. You know, it's just like. 
I don't know the weather. The weatherman. Well, but you have I, to I understand blowing this out of proportion. Some what y'all got was like right below us, so you got like the tail yeah. end of what we got. We didn't yeah. get above twenty degrees for six days, so there was nowhere for the ice to go. We were about four inches of ice kind of packed in over the snow. So even though it stopped snowing, we just couldn't get anywhere because it was so dang cold outside. It stayed below twenty degrees for seven days up here, freezing. Wendy, what did what did you do? Seriously, what did you do all day? But what I watched did you do all day long. Okay, okay, I'm going to tell everybody. I watched Vampire Diaries because it's my favorite show. That's exactly what I did. I watched VPD literally all week. Is, it, is there that many VP, V, what is it, V? I called it, yeah, it's supposed to be VD, but I don't do that because vampire is two syllables, so vampire diary. So I do VPD. So there's eight seasons, and yes, Trey, it's my favorite show. I've watched it like 17 times. So that's what I do. And in, in weather events, I watch vampire diaries. Yeah, the only other thing I could think of to do was watch like the Pat McPhee show or uh, Paul Feinbaum, but all these people keep calling, blasting us, and I get so mad and worked up, and my blood pressure goes up. So I can't yeah. watch anything like that right now. I, because here's the thing: you know, for a week and a half, the pundits were on us. Alabama's nothing. Alabama's nothing. And as an Alabama fan, I've got to sit here and listen to that, and then I buy into it. And then I'm like, well, maybe we aren't going to be anything. Like, you know what I mean? I only had two options: sports or Vampire Diaries. I went with Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries. It is. All right, Wendy. Let's see if we can get. I'm going to see if we can get Mike in here. It, it looks like he's in the waiting room. I mean, it I don't looks know like how- he's. I, I, it looks like he's in here. So let me see what we can do. Let me see if I admit him if he comes in. Let's see what happens. Um, we're admitting him now. I think Mike lives in. Uh, There's Mike. Okay. There is a picture of Mike. Yep. Now so he's just got to connect to his audio. We're not sure. Um, we're not sure. Let me see. Let me hit this button here. So, um, Mike, if, if anybody's listening, like I said earlier in the show, if anybody's listened to the show, they understand. Um, um, you understand that Mike is a part of this big text thread, this Alabama football text thread, and Mike always spices things up. Let's see if we can get him in here. I don't know. We, we kind of bounced around this morning with him. Um, didn't you know? Communication hadn't been very good, to be honest with you, but. Um, We'll see if um, uh, we'll see if we can get him in here. But Wendy, listen, you know, we were out of school. We did a bunch of other stuff, and, and you know, you really end up getting bored, um, right? Oh yeah. At some point. All right, here we go. We got him. What's up? Ladies. What's up? What's going on, Mike? How's it going, Wendy? No, hey man, I'm glad you're here. Now we can start talking about interesting things. Like, I mean, let's talk about it. What's going on? I mean, I, I I've been privy what y'all doing so far, but I'm I'm ready to get it going. Heck yeah! All right. So so Mike, all we've been talking about so far is getting snowed in. Wendy lives in Knoxville. She snowed in for a week. I live in Birmingham. Nothing really happened down here. It seems like the weatherman down here makes a big deal of a bunch of stuff, and nothing ever really happened. So that's all we've really been talking about. Where do you live? What, what's your Man, story? I live just outside Boulder, Colorado. And let me tell you, I got a bunch of friends back home. And uh, we didn't get nothing y'all got. I heard everybody <laughs> <laughs> like locked in for a week and uh, not been able to go to the store, do nothing. Yep. So 
It's crazy. I, I, but I remember that being back there. And like, if, you know, you get an inch of dusting, the whole place shuts down. So Absolutely. That's how it goes. Yeah. So, so Mike, let's go. We, I've already kind of prefaced with you're, you're the hard charger, you know, and, and, you know, you can prove me wrong, but you're the hard charger in these. We wanted to get you on. And listen, now we're talking about Saban. Last time we were on here, Saban had just retired. We didn't know who the coach was going to be. Now we get the new coach, Kalen DeBoer. And I need your thoughts, Wendy's thoughts. We'll start with you, Mike. What are your thoughts? Tell me what you're thinking. You know, I mean, I think like everybody else, it was a big shock when we heard it. It was almost uh it, it hurt. I mean, it hurt. But at the same time, you had to just thank the man. I, I said, look, he uh, when Saban did what he did, um, he could have went anywhere, you know, and and done what he did. And he chose Alabama. And I will forever be grateful for that. So, And I didn't expect him to be there as long as he was. And I think we've talked about it, or you guys have talked about it on the show. You know, when I was at school in Tuscaloosa, we were terrible. Terrible. So, I mean, I was there and, 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 you know, the, the Mike Price years and, 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 and all those guys. So it was, uh, it hurt. And, and so to have that, I was always just a gracious Alabama fan. I don't know if you guys know my wife went to Georgia, so my house sucks sometimes, but this year it was good. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very humble Alabama fan as, as, as you know, as a result of that. But uh, when he left, uh, I was just grateful that he chose to do what he did with us because he could have right. done it anywhere, you know, yeah. done it anywhere. And so when it when 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 the search went out, um, I, I had three guys on my on my mind that I thought would have been happy, and DeBoer was the third. I mean, I would have been happy. I think Oregon was everybody's first first choice, right? Kiffin, I think everybody would have had with because of his offensive mind. And you know, DeBoer came in, and my my big question mark with him was. How's he going to fit, like fundamentally, like you know, in terms of like his, you know, the 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 culture of that program? How's that yeah. going to work? You know, that was my big question mark. And the more I've learned about this dude, and I think we're, we're starting now to see the fruits of this labor start come through, like Ryan Williams coming back and yeah. some of these other things. I think that we nailed it. You know, I mean. If you look back when uh, you know when 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 they hired Gene, it was between Gene and Bobby Bowden. So if you look, if we would have took Bobby Bowden, God Almighty, it would have been just just a straight trucking, you know. But right, uh, I think I think we did all right, you know. And and um, I mean, I think we're going to kind of pick up. I, I'm going to give them two, three years, and I'm expecting yeah. big things. I, I think we're going to be. I think we're going to be in the playoff next year. I'm not expecting to win it all, but I, I think we're going to be great. I think we're fine. I, I think it's yeah. a great hire. I think it's a great hire. Yeah. Yeah. No, you brought you brought up some really good points. And a couple of quick questions, though. You know, it, it, so. So, and I know this is going to jump to the point because I agree with you. The only thing I disagree with anybody about with the Alabama coaching job was the Kiffin hire. Kiffin, I, I, I know he's got a good offensive mind, but Kiffin is like the crazy uncle that you love to hear his stories, but it's not like you really <laughs> want to live with the guy. Like, you don't mm. want to wake up every day with this crazy son of a gun doing crazy stuff, but it is great to listen to these stories. That's my only thing with that. I think, DeBoer, you're right. He is probably the best hire. The culture fit is going to be interesting. I know what will kind of curb the cultural stuff, and that is winning football games. I mean, if right. you win football games – and you want us to eat something else, we'll eat something else as long as we're winning football games. Let, yeah, let me right. let me just get with you, Mike, real quick on this. And Wendy, I want to hear your reaction to this too. You've got a court, you've got this guy that's got an offense that this quarterback has to throw the football 
And he is used to a Michael Penix Jr. out at Washington, which I think was very, very advanced in changing plays, understanding what's going on. I love Jalen Milrow. I think he's a great guy, great quarterback, great story. Does Milrow have it what it takes to do this thing with DeBoer? Wendy, let's start with you, and then we'll go to Mike. Mm-mm. No. So, no. So, here, 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 here's my issue. Here's when I got calmed down and realized that I wanted to coach like Lanning or Sarkeesian, because that was kind of my two that I really wanted, I wanted to get. Well, then I figured out this guy that we hired to beat both of them. This guy we've hired, he beat Texas in the national championship or the semi. Mike, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and preference with I get a lot of stuff wrong because I get so excited. So I'm very sorry. Well, I watch, but, I know. <laughs> Okay, good. So, you know, Trey, you got to understand. So he goes and beats Sarkeesian, right? He beat Oregon twice when the media wrote him off both times this past year. So, like, I do believe we got the best guy. But but here's our problem. I do not feel that Milrow at all fits into what he does. Also, remember, Penix Jr. is 36 years old. He's a grown man. He's been doing it six, seven years, Trey. There's a big difference in a 19-year-old throwing a football and a 24-year-old throwing the football that's been running around college campuses for eight years, it feels like. So am I concerned about that? Yes. Because Milrow only wants to throw the ball. You know, when he says, I really just want to throw, and he didn't really commit to using his legs the first half of the season. I think Milrow only works if he can do both. I don't think you can. Ha- he can be just a straight-throwing quarterback like a Bryce Young or a Tua. He's a Jalen Hurts. That's what he is to me. Mike, what do you Mike, think? Mike, what, what I mean, do you he's think, a buddy? pocket passer for sure. I think him sticking around the leadership that you're going to get there, you can't buy that, right? right. So I think in, in terms of the transition, I think it's beautiful that he's going to stay. Um, you know, to rewind a little bit, I think that we got, you know, he brought Grubbs over, his OC from Washington, which is huge for us. Mm-hmm. Huge. I think you're going to see now a lot of these, uh, you know, skill players come over to Alabama that weren't. Ryan Williams again, right? He checked out, and then he goes, I'm sitting there looking at, you know, some of these guys that are leaving, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, if I'm right. a wide receiver, this is the offense I want to play in. Um, I think you're right. I think Milrow's going to be there for a year. He brought another dude over. He got another quarterback from Washington. And I think this guy knows talent. You know what I mean? I mean, he was able to see Penix and get him to go from Indiana back over to Washington. Like, who's scouting Indiana, right? Right. So I, I think this guy has an eye, and, and I'm really excited to see what he's going to do. I think he knows the portal, but I agree with you. Uh, I, I think Monroe's going to be there for a year. I think, we're, I think we're in the playoff next year. Am I expecting big things? No, it's a transition year. But, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how, how Monroe's going to fit into that offense for sure. Well, and I'm I'm going to go ahead and bring this up. So my only big worry with the hire was defense. I'm excited about this guy coming from South Alabama, right? But I'm a defense chick. Like, I'm a defense girl. I want defense. I want my defense to play well. Said it multiple times last season. If our defense doesn't score, we're not going to win some of these games. We need these types of turnovers when you're playing in the SEC. So am I slightly concerned on on the defensive front, because if you go back and look at all of his games he played last year that he won, mm-hmm. Trey, these teams playing against him are scoring 20, 30 points. These aren't blowout wins 45 to 7. It's, right. it, you know, 52 to 35. You, you, y'all see where I'm going with that? Well, that won't translate against Georgia, LSU, Auburn, Tennessee's, Texas, 
Maybe Oklahoma, don't know till I see a little bit more Texas A&M. That, that's not going to translate, Trey, with, our, with some of these SEC teams that we have to play every year. Well, real quick on that, Wendy, and the thing I'm excited about, as you call them, Harbo. Right. Harbo's leaving. Right. I'm hoping that when this portal opens back up in April, he comes in and robs that cabinet on because that defense was sick this year. That yep. Michigan defense was sick. Agreed. So I would like to see some of them dudes come on over to back to Tuscaloosa. Yeah. 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 And, and well, y'all bring up a good point, but it leads to another good point on the defensive side of the ball. We had the defense in place. And then all of a sudden Saban leaves, and then we have all of our guys leave. The Caleb Downs leaves. Everybody thinks he's going to Georgia. He goes to Ohio State. Um, the 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 what what's the guy that always came in? Amos or a- Amos? Yeah. Yeah, Amos. He goes to, no. Yeah, Amos was was going to be a starter, no doubt. He goes over to Ole Miss. Lawson I mean, right. stayed. Lawson stayed. You know, Lawson stayed. That's, that's yeah, big Lawson, keeper. Yeah, Lawson did stay, but I mean, if you look at those four people in the back, they're all gone. Either the NFL or whatever. So he's got some big shoes to fill. He's got a new defensive coordinator. He's going to have a new style. So, Wendy, you're probably right. The defense, the offensive side of the ball might be good, but the defensive side might be a little shaky. Hopefully, we can get some other players in here. Y'all, listen. I want to talk about a couple of things, and that is the portal. We have mass exodus from Alabama. We have a, you know, but in turn, we have y'all's favorite coach. I guess it's everybody's favorite coach. Kiffin. The crazy Uncle Kiffin. Trey, you know what? Let me tell you something about Kiffin. Kiffin brings the spirit back. Like, he gets us all... He made he wants you he he makes me want to bang my head into a wall before a game. Saban doesn't do that. <laughs> Saban were a little bit classier, right? Kiffin makes me feel like kind of an old school redneck. Like I want to throw something up in the air. Do y'all remember when Saban would go crazy? Yes. And it made all of us go crazy, yeah. right? Now he's gotten older it. and nobody even stands up in the stands. I thought Kiffin would be good for the energy of the program. Like the youngness, get everybody back pumped up. God. But he's getting hard, right? I mean, I yes. get that. Yes. I, look, he's got great hair. So he does. Start off with that. Um, the ladies. He's love younger. Him. Yeah, the younger guy. You know, he's not. A, he's not a Trump or a Biden. Right. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, and, and look, I think, but uh, at, the, at the end of the day, I, I think with what we got, it's obviously more more safe. Now that guy knows the portal. He's shown it. He's he's recruited the hell out of it. But you got to think about this. Like when uh, when DeBoer showed up in Washington, what were they, four and eight? And in two yeah. years, he got him to a national championship, and he did that yeah. through the portal. Yeah. I'm yeah. stoked on that. I'm super excited. So, Yeah, no, that, and that's a good point. I think that's the other point with Washington. They had to win some games. Because understand this, if Washington does not win that game out there, uh, beat Oregon twice, if they do not win that game, then, then probably they let Florida State in, and they're out. That's right. Uh, there's no wiggle room out there, and they didn't need any wiggle room, and they get into the deal and beat Texas, like you said earlier. All right, y'all, so I've kind of bounced through some of the things that, that, that I wanted to talk about. What do y'all want to talk about? Do y'all have anything that's been on your mind? I know, Mike, you've listened to the show or you've watched the show. What, what's what been your kind of experience watching the show? <laughs> I mean, I got to say, I, I, I got to enjoy Wendy. I feel like I'm kind of meeting a celebrity, like sitting here talking to Wendy. Just because she's just all over the place. So I think our common thread here is Nacho or Chris Arnold. And uh, and, I, and I call Chris. I'm like, dude, is this chick, is she really like that? Yeah. And he's like, oh, she's calmed down. You should have seen her in high school. She was real <laughs> wild. <laughs> wild. Wild. <laughs> wild. Know, I just wild. enjoy, I enjoy y'all's take on things. I think it's a real just down-home flavor of like what I'm looking for. 
I mean, I grew, I, you know, I, I think we all grew up listening to Paul back on the radio. Yeah. And now that he's on ESPN, it's kind of, uh, you know, yeah. he's got the, the same dudes calling for 20 years. I know. Uh, you know, I mean, I remember when you know, I was on the radio driving from uh, Nashville back to Birmingham when I heard an uh, old boy calling about poisoning the Oaks down in uh, down in Auburn. But yep. I like this. I think it's a new, fresh take. And and y'all are fun to watch. And, and y'all got just, it's just fun to, you know, hear what you guys got to say. So I really enjoy it. Well, I, yeah. I think what, what we tried to do is, so this was all me. I love football. So I love college football. And I know I get names wrong in stats and defense. I know. But I actually bunch. do. I do know a, yeah, Harbo. I get all the names wrong. But I do love the sport, right? But my favorite long-term thing that I've done is I kept calling the Arkansas quarterback Justin Jefferson, right? That every week, I love this Jefferson kid. I love this kid. He's my kid. Like, he's so good, right? And then we all finally figured out that I'm talking about a wide receiver in the NFL. I'm not even, yeah. like, we're not talking about, we're not even, yeah, Vikings. We're not even talking about the same dude. So I think what makes though this is, like, we're real fans just like you are. For I'm sure. a real fan. And when we lose, I feel like crap. And I have a bad next day, usually two or three days. And really, I'm I'm like, Trey, I just want to win ball games. I know this coach that we've got has only lost 12 games. He is a winner. He also had all three stars on this Washington team that went toe-to-toe with Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we don't, we're not talking about he was loaded with five stars that he got. He had three stars that he was able to get to compete at the highest level. And I'm going to tell you the most interesting thing he did was how he beat Texas. So that's when – I went back and watched that Texas game after we hired him, and I was like, Trey, their defense, Texas's defense was legit. Like they it was, were it was nasty. They nice. were hitting. Like mm-hmm. this was like a big time game. And I know it kind of came down to the kind of maybe last possession a little bit, but still he figured out a way to beat Texas, who figured out a way to beat me at home by 10 points. For sure. So that I think this guy could be it, but we've got to give him time as a fan base. We cannot sit here, and if we lose a game, just sit here and bash this guy. It, it's not going to do us any good, or we're going to turn into another Tennessee or Auburn with 52 head coaches in the past eight years, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, with again, you know, I think we all lived through those dark, as we call them, the dark ages. Yeah. So, and so I'm, I'm, I'm good with waiting four or five years to you know six maybe if it takes it right because i mean yeah i don't want to take 13 or 14 like we did last time (laughs) just don't lose to auburn or tennessee don't lose to auburn that's right yeah don't lose to auburn but 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 here's the point but here's what makes this more interesting well now that we're in a 12-team playoff you're actually going to be afforded a loss or two Mm -hmm. these seasons aren't going to be riding on every single win or loss now don't don't yeah i mean don't get me wrong you get late in the year and you already have a loss and there's other things going on yeah those later in the games but now all of a sudden if you lose to a georgia at home you're not you know white knuckling it the rest of the season i mean there's some wiggle room in here which is going to be very interesting to see how this plays out the sec is only getting tougher y'all i mean you got texas and oklahoma coming in you've got tennessee still playing yeah, you know, so but but so he's got some wiggle room. I think college football is about to change a lot with this new playoff. I think more teams are going to be in it. There's going to be more games that affect how you get in it, and we're going to have to see how it shakes out. Wendy, one thing about the Auburn football Tigers, I have to get this off my chest. So the producer of this show is an Auburn fan. Yes, and and, and I watch the Auburn uh, this year freeze guy, and I'm just telling you, 
if he thinks the thorn kid for the quarterback is the answer, and I'm not trying to bang on a player. I'm not, man. Thorn, go do your thing. I'm not. I did. I watched their bowl game. This is the Auburn football Tigers. I watched their bowl game, Wendy, and I did not see. Is it Peyton Thorn? I think it's Thorn. I did not see him throw one good pass. None. I'm talking about zero. Not not three good passes. Nobody right. was open. And Hugh Freeze's offense, somebody's wide open at some point. I mean, that's oh, yeah. the whole point of his offense. And I never saw him throw a good ball. If Auburn is relying on this guy, look out. Hugh Freeze could be in major trouble on the planes. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, I really think I think this Hugh Freeze guy is walking a tightrope. And I don't but I don't like Don't you think everybody at Auburn is walking a tightrope? Let me let me just explain <laughs> the legacy of, of Nick Saban. Nick Saban, because of Nick Saban, we had to change college football. All this crap, the 14 playoff, it's because nobody could get in. Nick Saban uh, <laughs> is the reason it got all changed. Then We've run through more coaches in the SEC, and they all got fired because they couldn't beat Saban. They all got fired because they couldn't beat us. LSU, Auburn, Tennessee's run through a hundred of them, right? So the legacy of Nick Saban's not just, oh, great, we won a bunch of games, and it was awesome, and we had all these great players. He literally came in and made college football his bleak. That's I mean, they what fired Gus Malzahn, and Gus Malzahn was a winner. And you know who loves Gus Malzahn? <laughs> Trey. Trey loves Gus Malzahn. You have no uh, idea. Boobs Malzahn because he always has a big chest. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, his wife lets him walk out of the house looking like that? But listen, Mike, here's the crazy thing. He was able to beat Alabama, and they fire him. They fired him. They like, fired you're, him. You're going Because he couldn't do it enough. <laughs> yep, not good enough. And then they go hire Harrison and all the uh. – so what all I'm trying to say, Trey, is that at the end of the day, Auburn is on the same pattern that Tennessee went down, and it's just going to take, like, the right guy. I really did think Hugh Freeze was it, though. But after yeah. seeing some comments he's made, he, he talking about the portal, that he hates it, but he knows he's got to do it, players are not coming to Auburn if you're if you're complaining about the money in the portal. I, that's anywhere. Look at Dabo Sweeney. Look what he did, no. you know. So it'll be interesting. I don't think Auburn's got it either, Trey. I don't. Yeah, they're they're they're. I think they're going to really struggle unless this freeze guy knows what he's doing. I, I think he might be in a little bit over his head right now. And, and here's the whole point. The whole point is you got to have a quarterback. I mean, you have to have a quarterback. I don't know that Auburn has that. All right, guys, we have got to wrap this up, Mike. It's been great having you on. Yeah. Any last any any last parting words? Now, listen, we're probably not going to get on here for a little while. We typically don't do much in the off season. We've actually done a little bit more because Saban and retired. It's going to be a little bit while while before we get back on. Mike, what do you have to say? Wendy, what do you have to say? I mean, I'll start and just say, listen, everybody out there that's a Bama fan, you got to give this man some time. I mean, we were super spoiled with what we had. I don't know if most people even – I mean, we picked up more fans across the country based on what we did. They didn't even know about Alabama before we were there. So just give the guy some time and, uh, you know, roll fucking tide. There you go. Roll well, tide, Wendy. I listen, first, thanks to all of the people, like basically our family and friends that get on here and listen to this. We, Me and Trey enjoy it. He really just does it for me. He's a good brother. He knows I love talking about this stuff. But listen, thank you all for watching and engaging and commenting and coming on here with Nacho, Mike, our mom. Like It is a lot of fun just to sit around and talk about something you're passionate about. So also, thank you guys. Y'all are awesome. But also, we... 
Last thing, Trey, Ole Miss is going to be the team to beat. I'm calling it early so I can get ahead of all the combats. But here's the thing. He's going to ride or die with this team. If Kiffin has this much talent and can't figure it out, he ain't your guy. But if he's got this much talent, he should do really well with it. So for a preseason call, I'm calling Ole Miss, and I'm very thankful I ain't got to play him this year. Well, we, yeah, I'm not to play Whitney, but everybody's calling Ole Miss. But the problem with Ole Miss is Lane Kiffin can't win the big game. Well, guess what? He doesn't have to beat Saban anymore. He doesn't have to beat Saban anymore. So this might be Ole Miss's year. This could be it, Ole Miss. He, he, he doesn't have to beat Saban anymore, Trey. But only he only lost to Georgia and Alabama this past it's year. It's still Ole Miss. It's still Ole Miss. There he Well, that's what Trey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, listen, roll tide. We'll see y'all later. Listen, on YouTube, if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, uh, leave comments. Leave comments. Yeah. We'll write them out. And we'll be back on in another month or two when things start shaking out a little bit more. Thank y'all. See y'all later. Roll tide. Roll tide. Bye, Mike. Bye, right, Trey. Bye, Love y'all. See y'all. All right. <laughs>